Welcome into the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. It is Wednesday, January 10th. It's playoff mode here in Baltimore, but the Ravens are playing the waiting game right now. They won't find out their divisional round opponent until the weekend. So right now the team is going through a normal week of practice, practicing on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, focusing on themselves and the fundamentals before learning their opponent and getting ready to play that game in the divisional round. Today we had a chance to hear from head coach John Harbaugh. Okay, good to see everybody here. Appreciate you coming out. It's a great day for football. Wittenry, blustery, frigid conditions out there. And we had a really good practice. Uh, appreciate the guys' energy, the effort. Very focused practice. And uh, that's what we were looking for today. And that's what we'll be looking for the rest of this week uh, through Saturday. So uh, uh, we're, all, we're off and running and uh, we're going to work. What questions do you have? How did you enjoy your Monday night? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's... Uh, I especially enjoyed it when they hit the and uh, when they got the, the scramble play. JJ got the scramble play out and uh, hit Colston on the uh, crossing route. Uh, then they scored. I was really happy about that. But uh, I was really just proud of Jim. I think you know that team, their faith, uh, the connection they have with one another. They truly are a family. I think Jim talked about his football family and his his family at home. Those two things are something we talk about here. Uh, being 100% committed to both of those two things will take you far. And uh, that team is a, a kind of a, a epitomizes that. So congratulations to Michigan. Congratulations to my brother. John, you don't, you don't get to like kind of take in a game of that magnitude uh, like that as a fan too often. I don't know when the last time was, but yeah, like, how different was that experience and how fun was it for you? It was different and fun. I mean, I, I tell you, I was really taken uh, with the uh, crowd. I mean, you know, sat, it was on the sideline for a little while. Gave Jim a little hug there, then got up into the stands and was, was with our family. And the, 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 the stadium was just rocking. It was stuffed with people, you know, half and half. And really, the, so when Michigan's defense was on the field, their fans were just screaming at the top of their lungs. It was deafening. Then when Washington's defense was on the field, their fans were screaming at the top of their lungs, and it was deafening. So it was deafening the whole time. There was no break, you know. Uh, and they were, they were, you know, half the stadium was as loud as really any stadium I've been in. It was enclosed. The bands, the students, you know, the whole college thing was, was really electric. It was really powerful. When you watch that game, do you watch it as a, as a fan or, or does any element you watch as a coach? I mean, I watch it as a, as a fan mostly. You know, I, can, I, I know what coverages are in. I know what fronts are in. I can, I'm looking at that a little bit, you know, with, with some, some interest. But more than that, you, you know, I'm probably, you know, just a little nervous, you know, and hoping for good outcomes, you know, as a fan, just like a fan would. What did you, know, what did you say there? when you tapped him on the sideline? It looked like he was really locked in and maybe yeah. didn't know what was going on when, when it first happened. I think, I think it, well, it's funny because I've been asked that, you know, and I, I forget what we talked about, to be honest with you. But but he did kind of, he kind of looked up and he, he went, oh, John, hey. <laughs> it's like, they might have said you made it, you know. Uh, so, uh, but it was just great. It was, uh, well, what happened was I'd been down there for about five or five or ten minutes of the game and they were going and he was working. And then the, the ball came that way, and there was a timeout, and he was just like 10 feet away from me, you know? So I'm like, that's my opportunity, you know? So I, I rushed it at that when, point. When, when you see your brother hoisting up the trophy and you see the confetti down and your parents on the field, do you start to kind of envision maybe yourself maybe being there in, in that same type of spot a couple of weeks? Yeah, of course, like, like, like any brother or sibling, you know? You, you know? Your brother gets something, you want it too, right? You know? Uh, and uh, I, I, you do, though. You, I think just from a... And Eric had mentioned that too afterwards when we were walking off the field. You're down there, you see the team, you're hugging, you, give, you become a part of the celebration and the confetti and the jubilation and the tears. 
and you just kind of sinks in and it's like, man, you know, I really want to experience this for our team. I want our team to experience this, you know. Um, and that's the, that's the big picture. That's the ultimate goal uh, for the season. And then with that, back to one day at a time, one play at a time. Get a tattoo to honor a team for a season. I, you know, I, I, I kind of like, I told my wife and daughter, they get first dibs on the tattoos probably, choices, but uh, um, a Super Bowl championship would be pretty tempting, no doubt. John, getting back to this team, just as soon as the season ended, you've had at least three assistants that have the permission requested mm -hmm. from other teams. Right. Uh, what can you say about that, and, and how do you balance that versus what you're also working on now? Right, well, yeah, that's, uh, I, I say it's great. I say I'm really uh, proud of our guys. I think I've said many times I think we have the best coaching staff in the world. Uh, and uh, I, I love our coaches. I, I love the jobs they do. I think we have a bunch of coaches that are, are going to be coordinators and they're going to be head coaches on this staff. They're going to be very successful uh, for a long time. It's just a great staff. Uh, so I think any opportunities that they get, you know, I'm, I support and I'm excited for them to have those opportunities. It really doesn't, there's really no balance with it at all, Bo, because Everything they do with the interview is set up outside of the work here. So uh, they, they, they do their full obligation here throughout the course of the week, and then there's one, two. Some guys have three interviews, but that's all done either late at night, later in the evening, or possibly on the weekend if they have some time. Coach, um, people talk about rest versus rush. Uh, rest versus um, rust. He played 17 regular season games with practice since July. How much rust can possibly keep Clay Bain and Phoenix? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 more. It's not really about that. I don't think. I don't. I think we're just gonna we're gonna have a great week of practice and, and try to get better in every single area, get sharper. Uh, you know, one of the things we talked about was you know, um, you know, be be your own biggest critic. You know, and in terms of being your own biggest critic, and this week and trying to improve in every area you can, you're also your own biggest advocate. So advocate for yourself by being critical of yourself and try to do the best you can to become as good as you can or better this week in terms of making improvement and then we'll be ready and prepared for what's ahead of us. Your first impressions uh, with Dalvin Cook and when you got him, do you view him as a, an insurance policy or hey, come on in and start competing, let's see? We view him as a very valuable or potential, potentially very uh, valuable weapon on our on our offense. So obviously, I mean, Dalvin Cook is, is a, is a High pedigree player, you know, highly decorated player, and uh, he he's still got talent and ability, and he's smart. He's in great shape. He's in football shape. He's been playing football. Looked very good in practice out here today. Uh, so I think he's going to be a uh, you know valuable uh, part of our team in the playoffs here. Do you start to look this week at all as potentially who you push face, or is that too much coming at you? And also on that, if you do, is it helpful the ones that you would you've already seen? Yeah. Uh, yes to both questions. I mean, we definitely know that there's the four teams that we could play, and we're all looking at them. You know, we're going back and looking at them. The people that we played most recently, you know, we have the, we've seen more on. Uh, people we haven't played, like Houston, we haven't played for a while. Uh, we've got to obviously get to work on. But that's kind of what the coaches are doing. We're, we're looking at every single possible team we could play and, uh, you know, building ideas for those games. John, on that note, Joe Flacco leading the Browns this weekend, how do you approach that? I mean, are you sort of cheering for the man? Are you, um, you know, do you, do you separate his performance from what you want for the Browns? How does that work? 
Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I, I, I love Joe, you know, and uh, we've, we've texted back and forth a number of times since then. And it's been it's been fun. You know, I, I'm really I'm happy for him and for his family. I'm excited for him. And you know, it really doesn't matter what team, you know, you got someone playing for. I always say I never never been. My dad was always a coach, so we, we never really were too much fans of teams. We were especially in football. We were fans of friends and family. You know, that's who we rooted for. So Joe's a friend and family to me. So. Heck yeah, I root for Joe Flacco, um, but you know I don't root for the you know any opponent that we're playing. So it doesn't really matter this week. Uh, we'll play whoever whoever wins. You know we're taking on all all comers, so to speak. And then if it comes to that, and we're playing Joe, or, and I know a lot of people on other teams too. Whoever you're playing, they become the opponent. You know, and you're trying to defeat the opponent by any means necessary. John, Michael Pierce had alluded to. Um, you planning to do a stadium walkthrough? Is that is that still the plan for Saturday? And I can't remember if that was something you did the last time you had the buy, but kind of what went into maybe, maybe doing that? Yeah, we're gonna have a practice on Saturday at the stadium, one o'clock. Uh, it's just uh, it's a practice. It'd be, it'd be the normal practice we would do here. Uh, we just actually kind of sat down and talked about, it and it, it came up in the conversation. Hey, how about we uh, take it to the stadium just to keep a rhythm? We didn't. I don't think we practiced on Saturday last time. That was a long time ago, but we didn't really practice on Saturday. But uh, we thought that would kind of put us in more of a rhythm, you know, in terms of uh, the pace of possibly type, you know, if, as if you were playing a game this weekend. Right. The 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 mentality is is to is to have the to do our best to have our best practice today. So that we can be best prepared for when the time comes, uh, when our best is going to be required, which is a week from this weekend. So it's really focused on one play and one day at a time this week, stack up some good days, and be the best football team we can be coming out of this, these four practices, going into the preparation we can, that we can. Is it good to know that the four teams that you could potentially play, you, you played all those teams yeah. at some point this season. Two of them you played twice to this point. Right. Well, it is helpful. I mean, I think it just, most teams are familiar with each other to some degree. You know, like if you haven't played somebody, it's a little tougher. But the fact that we played all four teams, uh, everybody knows each other. You know, it's going to be about going out there and putting a great game plan together, of course, but uh, just playing your best football. Do one more. Level, coach. The excitement level of knowing you're going to be at home for this first game. You haven't had that in a while in the postseason. That well, it's going to be great. I mean, being at home in any game is great. We love being at home here, and uh, uh, I'm looking forward to it. That was head coach John Harbaugh. We also talked with quarterback Lamar Jackson, who was named by the local media here in Baltimore as the team's MVP for the 2023 season. What's going on, everybody? I'm Luke Jones, and just wanted to take a brief moment here on behalf of the local media and the Baltimore chapter of the PFWA to announce the Ravens team MVP for the 2023 season. As you might expect, the vote was unanimous, but uh, I know as much as this individual will say he didn't do it alone, I think it's pretty clear the Ravens wouldn't be in the spot they're in right now as the number one seed heading into the postseason without his spectacular play over the course of the season. So I have a hunch he might get a few more honors uh, over the course of the next few weeks, but the 2023 Ravens MVP, as voted by the local media, is Lamar Jackson. Thank y'all. It's an honor. I appreciate y'all so much, man. Y'all mean a lot to us. 
you know, in the community. So I just want to thank y'all. Nice to unanimous, so you don't have to ask which one of us didn't vote for you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> that that's, I mean, means a lot, man. That's love. I appreciate that. Well, what's your focus this week? Uh, just getting better. Um, you know, we had a couple of days off, but, you know, just getting back in the swing of things, um, just staying loose, you know, staying prepared for the game, you know, next week. Uh, that's all, you know, just staying focused on that. Small things, clean up details and stuff like that. How you celebrated your birthday? I, I just hung out with my family. That's all I did, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. That, well, your that thing you've talked about, not looking ahead, <clears throat> staying zeroed in on the moment, do you think you're better at that today than you were when you are 22, 23 years old? Yeah, just just from experience, though. That, that's why I say I'm better at it now. You know, probably uh, when I was 22, it was like, you know, I'm just going to stay locked in. But you 22 years old, you still got so much to see, you know, um, even at 27. But just just uh, how, how things went before, and I'm me seeing different things, that's what's got me so lazy, locked down. How about your uh, impressions of Dalvin Cook, now teammate? Awesome. Uh, 954305 combination going on, you know, Miami, Brown County. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited, you know, I was happy about the uh, situation. I was I reached out to him uh, before the season, you know, with the little Jets and, you know, when he was signing with Jets or whatever before then. But, um, you know, God works in mysterious ways and, you know, he's here now, so that's, that's dope. Any of the four playoff you had played before? Um, have you started even scouting ahead, or is it sort of like, hey, when things shake out, you learn about how many of those things start beginning that process? Yeah, absolutely. When things, you know, kick off and we, we see who we're going to play, then I'll just be locking in from there. And I don't want to just be watching teams, watching film on teams, and we're not going to be playing them. I don't want my mind racing and stuff like that, you know, just trying to stay locked in on what's going on now. After the game, those of us that were here in 2019, we remember what happened. That what what can you learn or what can you take away from thinking back to that time? We lost. You know, we lost that game, man. We were so young too. You know, we got Ricky receiver, a second year, first like first full time starting quarterback. Um, we had a couple vets, but running back was young. Got Gus. You know, we had Mark. Mark was like hurt. You know. Uh, our all-pro tight end, Mark Andrews, was, you know, nipped up. Like, we, we had guys that was down, but guys was fighting. And we was young at the same time. We wasn't – we was just starting to get into that situation, you know, playoff atmosphere and stuff like that. But I, I believe we're going to be better now this year, this time around. Lamar, you matured since 2019 as a quarterback. Yeah. What would you say that maturity has looked like for you? How are you different as a quarterback from then besides just youth? How am I different now? Uh, Experience, I'm gonna say, um, just just knowing more, you know, just from seeing so much um, in my in my six years, just seeing a lot. I see that's where I've grown grown the most. So Calvin Cook, how, how much impact do you think? I mean, he'll have two weeks of practice before yeah. that pre, pre, you know playoff game. Mm -hmm. How much impact do you think he can make? Oh uh, man, ain't no telling. Ain't no time. Ain't no telling. You know, with our offense, the, the guys we have on offense, the offensive line we have. And him just being a dynamic player, he is, the sky's the limit. You know, there's no limit for that. I don't know. You know, I believe he's going to, when he get his opportunity, his number's called, he's going to do what he do, you know, cook up. Your offensive line is giving you, you know, a lot of time to go. Yeah. A number of times this year, especially in late. How important has that been and how is that, how would you describe, I guess, the relationship with you? 
Uh, it's very important. Um, for our guys to do their job. You know, they're, they're supposed to block. You know, it's not my job to block, drop back, read coverage, and block at the same time. You know, um, but them just giving me a lot of time to uh, read out concepts and um, read the defenses and get the ball to my guys is is tremendous. You know, um, I feel like that's any quarterback's dream to just sit back in the pocket and just let things happen, develop, and just throw strikes. Um, but they, I, I believe they got better throughout the season. You know, guys going down. You know, just getting healthy at the right time and just blocking their tail off. Um, we just need to keep it going. Lamar, aside from team MVP, first team All Pro um, by the NFLPA, voted by players. What does that mean to you? That's uh, a lot. It means a lot. You know, respect for my peers. You know, guys who who I'm who we trying to beat. You know, guys trying to beat us. Who we who facing. You know, week in week out. Uh, it means a lot. It's an honor. Lamar, we saw some of your interview with Tom Brady. You've been open about you know yeah. kind of how impressed you've been with him and how you look up to him. Is there another player that you can think of that kind of gets you kind of in that same mode that you get in when you're talking to Tom Brady? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, that's the seven-time Super Bowl winning quarterback right now. You know, nobody beat that. So, you know, it's like you're going to be excited talking to Tom. Man, you know, try to pick his brain or something like that. So I'm just always excited to speak to him. You know, he, he said to you uh, on the podcast that, you know, you're one of the reasons that people like watching the NFL, you know, in the way that you play. What does it mean to you when you have, you know, the GOAT saying to you that, you know, showing his respect for you and that he really admires your game? Yeah, it was an honor. You know, um, I told him that. Uh, he was telling me about a clip from high school that went viral. I, was, I wasn't expecting him to say that, you know. Um, so that, that let me know, you know, he's been watching a long time, you know. Uh, that's just that's just cool, you know, for Brady to you know feel that way about me as a player. That that means a lot. There's a record number of black quarterbacks in the playoffs this year. Yeah. I'm wondering is that encouraging to see? And do you sort of take pride watching a guy maybe like C.J. Stroud, who yeah. is a rookie and made it in his first year? Yeah, that's great to see. You know, um, life's you know life's just well, well just different now. You know, um, stuff is evolving. Um, Guys are just being great, you know, just showing off their true talent. And C.J. Stroud, tremendous quarterback. Um, I told him when we played against him uh, earlier this season, first game of the season, I'm like, bro, you you amazing out there, you know. Um, college not even – nothing compared to how he is right now, you know. Um, just from, from me watching from afar, he's a great quarterback. And for other quarter, black quarterbacks to be playing in the playoffs, that's tremendous. You know, um, hopefully more guys um, be included uh, as years go on. You know, this is your most accurate year in terms of completion percentage. How much of that do you think is attributable to the footwork development that you've kind of put in over the years? Uh, I believe everything, you know, plays its part. You know, just maturity, footwork, um, studying, um, everything. You know, just trying to be a better player, trying to be a great player um, at this at this uh, high level um, game. You know, we playing. I'm just trying to get better at everything. So I believe that's what's helping me out. You know, with the accuracy and stuff like that. I don't know if I'm gonna watch the game, but I know I'm gonna watch the film. So, um, yeah, uh, but you know, it's, it's it's great to see Joe back playing. You know, back playing. You know, because um, I always felt he was elite. You know, just from my rookie year watching him practice, seeing him throw the ball across the field from, you know, just flat foot and stuff like that. I'm like, damn, this guy, his arm a cannon. You know. Um, but you know, if we if we plan, you know, just hopefully he'll be, you know, just showing off the Joe Elite then, you know. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be great to play against him though. Lamar, how 
week for you? Are you are you antsy at all to get to the game, or you know, what, what's it like being right there? <laughs> I'm antsy, but I, I gotta you know I gotta stay locked in on what's you know what's ahead. We have nothing ahead right now. You know, um, we just practicing, trying to get better. You know, for whoever our opponent is next week. But I'm def I'm definitely antsy though. Are you practicing without an opponent, not knowing you know, where you are now? Not if you're antsy. <laughs> 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 I told teammates mentioned how we kind of said, said to them this year, how, how much more like freedom you had at the last game, yeah. especially in the system. Mm -hmm. I wonder, like, how did you approach that and just like, in, the, in the bigger picture, how did you develop like, the way you see a field, the way you read a, a game? Uh, well, it started with Coach Mark. You know, he, already, he told me when he, when he first got here, you know, he texted me actually because I was down in Florida. He was up here, I guess. He was telling me, you know, I'm, I'm going to give the keys to the offense. You know, it's up to you uh, to make certain decisions at the line. If you don't like it, you know, put us in a better um, better situation. But if you mess up, it's going to be on you, you know. So, And I'm cool with that, you know, because I'm, I'm seeing the field. I'm, I'm seeing the field and I'm out there. I'm the one, you know, got to make things happen, my teammates and I. And I can't give you the secret on how I see the game, though. <laughs> you know, that I just give you that. <laughs> how did you kind of develop the skills to do you know, some of the jump passes and sidearm throws that we've seen you make this, this year? Just delivering the baby. You know, I'm just trying to deliver the baby to my guys. You know, that's all That's all I'm trying to do. Um, just get the ball to the, to, to the playmakers. That's my job. You know, I'm not trying to, I can't run it handed to them. You know, so I got to try my best to, you know, my ability to get the ball to those guys and let them do the rest. You know, just like, you know, probably week to the Dolphins game, I got to get the ball to those guys and we see, we all seen what they can do with the ball in their hands. So. I just got to do my job to keep trying to distribute the ball. Now, Lamar, at this point, six years into your career, you, you talked to OBJ before he signed. You talked to Dalvin Cook. Yeah. How important is that role for you at this point in your career to be able to recruit guys? And what is your pitch? Are you a good – you're obviously a pretty good recruiter. I don't know because they – all right, OB, he, he got here, he, you know, he signed right away. But Dalvin went to the Jets first. We ended up getting him, like, late in the season. So – I don't really know how my recruiting game is. Gotta talk to Eric. I might gotta talk to Eric. The local media also votes on the Media Good Guy Award. Now this award goes to a player who goes above and beyond in his media obligations, provides great quotes, and is always available to the local press. And the voters voted for Kyle Hamilton to win that award this year. He talked about the significance of that and also his mindset going into the playoffs. This vote was way closer, but the media good guy goes to a Ravens player who has gone above and beyond normal media obligations to uh, make himself available, offer insight that we can then as media members pass along to fans. It was a very close vote. There were a number of players who received votes, which is a reflection of, of the locker room, but uh, this individual really stood out. It's not always easy to talk to media you know, after a loss, if things don't go well during the game, whatever it is, but uh, he made himself available and uh, we very much appreciate it. The 2023 Ravens media good guy is Kyle Hamilton. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. it. Thank you. Thank you guys, I appreciate that. It was a surprise to me. Um, uh, I really respect everything that you guys do on a daily basis. It's a grind and uh, people around the world are relying on your information. So you guys have the job to do just like I do and I uh, appreciate you guys. Thank you. What do you think about the uh, award of uh, All Pro? Uh, it was a, uh, it was cool to see for sure. It's it's something that I've dreamed of since I can remember what all being All Pro is, and um, you know it's 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 a dream until it happens, and um, it's pretty cool to be 
voted on by my peers, which is, in my opinion, the most important uh, opinion. And uh, just to be voted by guys who I've looked up to, still look up to to this day, and uh, be honored in a group of people who are the best around the league, it's, a, it's an honor. How do you feel? You, you feel like you're all the way back now knee-wise or still working towards that? Yeah, I mean, I was out there today, uh, pretty much full participant. So it was a, uh, uh, got through it, did well, uh, feeling good. How are you approaching these weekend of games? Or I don't know how regularly you get to watch these football games in general because you're out there. But how are you going to watch these games if you do at all? Understanding that you can play one of these potential four teams. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm not gonna go out of my way to watch the games because uh, I'm sure we'll be watching plenty of them next week, but. Uh, Whoever we end up playing, um, I mean, it's out of the field. It's I feel like we played a lot of the people still in the playoffs right now, and um, you know, it's uh, at the end of the day, nameless, faceless opponents. We're gonna approach every game like we do uh, in the past, and how every opponent we approach. So it doesn't really matter who we play. In my opinion, I think we're just gonna prepare for them the same way. How do you feel like the um, veteran players, like Lamar, you know, other vets on the team who have been in this situation before, how are they kind of setting the tone about? how to approach the playoffs with the bye week, you know, just how to go about that. Yeah, I think we've done we've done such a good job of uh, credit to the vets, like you said, of creating somewhat of a playoff atmosphere every week throughout the year. And uh, I feel like it's been somewhat of a seamless transition the past week. And um, not even past week, just past couple of days getting to the actual playoffs. And um, it's a blessing to have this bye week and allow us to be where our feet are and just get our minds right for the road ahead. But uh, like you said, Lamar, Roquan, everybody who's a leader on this team has done a good job of just um, the intensity ramps up a little more. And it's winter go home at this point. And I know we all don't want to go home right now. We know we have a, a, a championship to win. Kyle, as a guy that wasn't on that 2019 team, do you feel like a lot of that talk of what happened that year is kind of like overblown because you guys are different to you being a guy that is here now that wasn't there now? How do you feel about the talk of comparing the two years? Yeah, I mean, it's I can't blame people for talking about it. Uh, I was I wasn't here, so um, I don't know too much what happened. But I mean, we were first in the AC, a, AFC and lost, uh, and um, that's what all people have to go off right now. Um, besides the Ray Lewis Ed Reed day, so we gotta prove ourselves um, in the moment that we're uh, capable of going to win a championship. Uh, what's, what's it like when you see Dalvin Cook? I'm sure that's a guy that you've watched throughout your career. What's it like seeing him at practice? Yeah, uh, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, it's. It never gets old seeing guys who I've looked up to, like Jadavian Clowney. Um, you know, he's a real cool guy, and being able to chop it up with him, uh, Kyle Van Noy, like Odell. Uh, I mean, and then Dalvin Cook. I mean, I've been watching him dominate since Florida State, and uh, it's cool to be on uh, a team where we have a bunch of guys like that who have made their name for themselves around the league, and I can take bits and pieces from them. In the locker room today, we also heard from several players, including defensive lineman Justin Matabike. Are you supposed to be glued into every single game to see the possibility for yourself, or are you just going to let it come to you? Uh, I'm just going to come to me. Um, you know, uh, the games are going to be everywhere. You know, everybody's going to be excited for the wild card games and stuff like that. But I'm just going to I'm going to go to come to me and just uh, enjoy football, take uh, care of my body, and just you know, just do my thing on the weekend. So. Is it helpful that of the four teams that you could see, obviously you're not going to see two or three, just the way it works, that you've played them before, you're familiar, especially within your own division. Is that at all helpful, or do you think it's just truly kind of new one-game season and anything can happen? 
Uh, it's helpful because uh, we played that team before, so uh, we can see things that we've done well in, and we can keep adding on to those things, and the things that we didn't do well uh, as well on, so we can just uh, clean up those things in practice. So, um, you know, we've seen them um, in practice already and in the game, so, you know, going on the iPad and just finding things out to get better at, and we're going to execute out of the game, so. We hear locked in focus so much around this team. John Harbaugh has even talked about just the tunnel vision and how good you guys are at that. That can't be taught. So where does that kind of come from, just the philosophy of this team and what you've been able to do so far and what you want to do still? Uh, I think it's just a good mix with uh, young players and like vets and stuff that have been there and done that. Kyle Van Noy, a guy who's been in the, uh, the dance three times and won two of them. T-Rob is a guy that's very just young and hungry to, and ready to learn. We have guys in the mid like PQ and I. You know, we, Everybody just loves each other. Everybody is here for that one goal and uh, everybody just locked in on the same page. Taking it one day at a time, enjoying each other while we're still here because it's a blessing to be in the playoffs. So now we have to take it one day at a time and execute and just take it just one game at a time as well. Thanks, Justin. Yeah, appreciate Along it. those lines, Justin, it seems like you really feel like you know, the opportunities there for this team that you have a special group. What is it that, that kind of gives you that feeling? Uh, just the guys that we have, uh, you know, obviously starting with Lamar, you know what I'm saying, how the offense has just been playing well, lights out, us on defense, uh, starting with uh, Roquan, Kyle's playing his, his tail off, everybody's just playing at a high level. But we just have to take it one day at a time. Everybody take care of their body. Everybody just uh, enjoy this time while we have it together in the bye week um, and, uh, get, and get ready for next week. Justin, what, did you, what was practice like today? Obviously, you're not game planning for an opponent, but what was practice like today? Uh, it was just a, a look of things that we've already seen. Um, on the defensive side, I can always speak for at least, you know, like like trap schemes, uh, stuff that we've seen versus Steelers, even Miami as well, uh, running to the ball and stuff like that, getting our conditioning up. So those are things that we really saw today practice. How beneficial do you think this time is for this team? I think it's huge. I think it's huge, especially guys who are banged up a little bit. Uh, they can get their feet under them, uh, make sure they're taking care of their body. Um, it's good for us as well, just uh, cleaning things up, uh, not having the stress of like uh, worrying about a opponent on the weekend. Instead, just take care of your body and just uh, clean things up that we know that we could be better at. Justin, does it feel strange at all to be by the in January, or is it just welcome? It's just nice to have, have a few days off. I'll say more on the welcome side, just nice to have. Um, you know, uh, guys were uh, banged up, so it's another great opportunity for them to get better. Um, just taking it one day at a time and just uh, seeing how your body feels, because uh, next week we're definitely going to have some other way to play. And that's when, um, you know, everybody's going to get more locked in. But this week is more uh, relaxed and just, we're, we're just basically just letting it come to us. That was defensive lineman Justin Matabike. Next up, is linebacker Patrick Queen. What's your approach? Just come out, practice, get better, sharpen your fundamentals, sharpen your tools, keep your mind sharp, keep your wind up, uh, just you know, stay prepared. I know physically it's, you feel like it's been a long, long year. How do you feel right now and how, you know, having a couple days off and then you know, where are you? Uh, just at the point everybody else is around the league right now. We all banged up, all hurting, but uh, at the end of the day, nobody cares. So. Uh, you know, I'm doing my best to get my body back to 100% uh, to be ready for the first game. Do you find the weight and the unknown difficult? Not at all. I think at the end of the day, whoever come out on the field, they're going to get every piece of me. Um, I'm going to be out there 10 toes down, uh, ready to go, ready to go to war. So uh, whenever, whoever that opponent may be, uh, I'll be ready. Were you watch this weekend or were you just like, I'll wait till film next week? Yeah, I have a choice to watch this weekend. So uh, I'll be sitting there seeing what plays the two teams are running and trying to figure out and how, how we can stop it. What was the, what was the focus of practice this week? Obviously, you're not game planning, so what was the pro focus out of practice? Fundamentals, uh, getting back uh, to what made us us. Uh, you know, 
few things been happening at the end of the season that we don't like. So uh, we'll just clean up everything that we needed to clean up uh, fundamentally. Uh, so that way, the end of the season, it really come down to fundamental. Can you still tackle? Can you still get all blocks? Can you still do the small things right? Patrick, is there a kind of sense of pride like this week? Like you guys earned this week off. Like you guys earned the rest. I mean, do you kind of take advantage of it that way? Just say, you know, when you hit the field this week, hey, we earned this. Yeah, you definitely earned it, but uh, I was just talking to somebody earlier about it. Like, what's the point of you earning it if you let it go to waste? So uh, that's that's the biggest thing is why we're staying sharp right now is just uh, staying on top of our game. That way we don't go in next week being sluggish, being uh, rusted or whatever uh, people might say about that 2019 run. Uh, so uh, we're doing our best to be fundamentally sharp, fundamentally sound, and everything that's coming in swinging. You sick of hearing about 2019? Defense, first defense to lead the league fewest points, most takeaways, most sacks? It means a lot, honestly. Uh, it just shows all the hard work and dedication that went into all the sacrifices that everybody made. And, every, and it shows that every play counts. Uh, so, um, you know, hats off to every single guy in our room. Hats off to the guys on the offense side of the ball for uh, being able to put us in a position that we was being put in. So, um, you know, just team effort. True team the, effort. Sorry, the, the old adage is defense wins championships, you know, along the lines to James's question. Do you feel like as you go into the this playoffs that you guys feel that that burden, that, that responsibility as a, as a group? Definitely, because uh, if you look at the games lately, it's been all uh, last few minutes getting scores on people and stuff. So uh, definitely in that situation, your defense got their back against the wall. They got to get a stop. Uh, so you can't put down the offense. You can't put down nobody but yourself that you're on the field. Uh, you had the opportunity to make those stops, so you just got to make those stops. Patrick, you made you made reference in passing to 2019. You got here right after that, and obviously there aren't a ton of guys left, but there are plenty. How much has that come up over the last few years? Not so much dwelling on it, but maybe using that as a learning experience. And, and, and is that coming up now among the guys that were here for those? Well, I I haven't heard it since it happened that time, and then now. So. Um... We honestly don't even care, honestly, about it. Honestly, it's the last thing we're thinking about. We don't care about the rest. Um, we won't be sharp, this and that. We got to rest. We earned the rest for a reason. Um, but at the same time, we understand that we still want to get fundamental sound. We still know there's things that we can correct and get better at. So um, the whole focus is just us getting better, honestly. Patrick, what is the mentality? When you close the door on a regular season, does the playoff season feel more intense? Does it feel different? Most definitely. Uh, I'd be lying if I said it didn't. Uh, it's, it's a lot at stake. You only get one shot. Uh, so that's the biggest thing is that each play matter, each yard matter, each, each blade of grass matter. So uh, you just got to come out full swing and full tilt and just be on top of everything. Do you take anything from your experience of winning a national championship, you know, in terms of what it takes to, to win a championship? Uh, I think the big, biggest thing is just having your teammates back. Uh, stuff could go sideways quick. And, uh, you know, there could be point fingers or it could be uh, coaches not seeing how to own thing or players not seeing how to own thing or whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, as long as everybody stay together, everybody just stay in the moment and stay true to themselves. Um, and just rely on what got us there in the first place. I think we'll all be fine. That was linebacker Patrick Queen. And last but not least, we also heard from fellow linebacker Roquan Smith. Roquan voted uh, for... Uh, all pro by the players, the NFLPA. What, what does that mean to you? Uh, it's a tremendous honor uh, to be acknowledged amongst your peers uh, as one of the uh, best in the game. But at the end of the day, it don't matter as much. It's a matter about what we do as a team. And I'm just, I got a lot of really good teammates around me that make me look a lot better than I am. So just grateful for these guys at the end of the day. But love the game, man. And 
It's not really why I'm playing the game. I'm really chasing that big thing, and that's that's what it's all about at this point. All the personal accolades, that stuff come and go. What's your mentality and approach for this week? Um, take the uh, take advantage of this week. Get everything you can out of this week. Hone in on the fundamentals. Uh, make sure your cardio is good, and just make sure. Keep reminding yourself, be ready to rock and roll next week, whatever day that is. Are you anxious? Lamar said he was kind of antsy. No, I'm not anxious. I'm always about preparation. So I'm just preparing, preparing, preparing. And when my opportunity comes, just like anything else in life, I'm going to be there to take it full and take off with it. Well, you're always focusing uh, at practice. You know, you're not game planning for somebody. So what was practice like today? Uh, fundamentals and then just doing what we do, playing football. Because at the end of the day, it's football. That's all you can practice. And let's uh, run a pass and, you know, just working on plays and just working on ourselves. And I think that, that was huge and that uh, goes a long way. Bro, you're always intense. Is there another level of intensity when it's playoff football? Wait and see. Roquan, <laughs> <laughs> what did it mean to you for the defense to be given kind of the highest honor? You can get Triple Crown winners. You guys right now, first defense to do that. As many great defenses as this franchise has seen, you guys being the first to do that. Yeah, no, that's big time uh, to be acknowledged in that way. But at the end of the day, that was in the regular season, and our plans have shifted to the postseason. So that's great. You know, we did this and we did that, but none of that matters in this season of ball because what matters is getting that dub uh, one week at a time, and we know what we're chasing. So that's our biggest thing, and it's going to start uh, one week at a time. What's it like to face all the opponents you could have in the round? Are you going back over notes? Uh, you have to just wait and see who that opponent is. And you obviously know who it's going to be, what, one of four teams? I'm not uh, quite sure. Uh, so it's going to be something like that. But at the end of the day, the playoffs, uh, teams are a bit different. They Like, you know, everybody's going to give you everything they got uh, because it's win or go home. It's your life or their life. And most cats are going to choose their own. So when you look at it from that perspective, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be intense regardless of who the battle is against. But just know we'll be ready, locked and loaded. How much of an emphasis do you put on kind of setting the tone for this team and for having the right mindset going into the playoffs? Uh, it means a lot. It's about uh, starting fast, and I know uh, a couple games, uh, these a couple games in the past, these past, but that's the regular season. We didn't start quite the way we wanted to, so it's just about emphasizing that throughout practice, throughout this week, as well into uh, into next week, and just knowing, hey, you know, we have to start fast. We start fast. Attention to detail. You know, own our crap, uh, play in and play out. No one can touch us. But when we get complacent and things not doing things to our standard, that's when you know slips are coming to crack. But we just know that, and we just have to attack uh, each and every detail. And I feel as if we do that, everything else will take care of itself. Brooklyn Kyle uh, Hamilton, also named All Pro. You locker next to him. You've seen him grow up. What have you? What has been your? Uh, how would you describe his growth? I guess in the time you've known him and seen him blossom. Yeah, honestly, man, uh, I, I, I joke with him sometimes. Funny story. I don't know if I've ever said it, but uh, I used to tell him I was questionable about him uh, when I first got here uh, and whatnot. I don't know if he ever said that. I wasn't wasn't really sure, you know, Notre Dame guy with no disrespect or anything like that. He's from Georgia, though, in a sense. And, like, you know, but this year, man, like, day in and day out, like, I seen him doing a lot of really good things in the latter part of OTAs when he got in, as well as in camp. And I'm like, hey, man, this guy is so versatile, can do so many things. And, like, he's just proving it to the league. Like, I've seen it all throughout camp. So I think the guy's ceiling is still so high, and he's he's just scratching the surface of what he truly can be. And I'm, I'm grateful that he's on our defense and, like, can create so many different pitches when he's out at nickel giving me edges. Like, the best – I think he's the best perimeter – Ed setter in the league for his DBs and uh, things of that nature. And the guy come through in the alley, 
and he'll serve you up a cold dish as well if you come through slipping. So he's got he's definitely got some of my mentality in him. So I got to, you know, he's getting out of his shell more and more. So I'm just excited for him, and I think there's just so much great things in store for him. Roquan, you certainly know about Dalvin Cook. Um, what do you think about the Ravens adding a guy like that? Uh, I think, you know, obviously he's a tremendous player. I've uh, done a lot of great things in this league, Pro Bowls, multiple, multiple all uh, thousand yard season. So when you have a back like that going against him twice a year up in um, Minnesota when I was in Chicago, you have a great deal of respect for the way the guy plays the game. So um, I'm glad that he's here. I think he's definitely going to uh, be able to help us in whatever capacity that is. I'll leave that up to the coaches, but I'm grateful that he's here and I think it's going to be a great asset for our team. I thought I think that every time I line it up, uh, every time I scrap it up, I tell the guys I have the utmost respect, utmost faith in everything that we do. And if we play to our best of our ability, look ourselves in the mirror day in and day out, everything we want will be right there in front of us. But it just starts with one game at a time. And we know the type of potential that we have on this team. But it's about showing that play in and play out and game in and game out. And if you do that, everything else will take care of itself with the type of guys we have here. Along those lines, you said at the start of the season that you're incredibly confident in this group. You said we want all the smoke. You kind of set that tone coming into the year. How have how has this team embraced that attitude? Embrace it every single day. The way we go out to work uh, as far as practice and as well when we go out to, uh, to games, we want cats to know, hey, you just played the 2023 uh, Baltimore Ravens and those guys, uh, you know, knock, knock you off, you know, or whatever the case may be. You can feel that in wherever you feel fit. But uh, that's that's kind of the mentality we want and just a bunch of hungry dogs. Like, if you've ever been on a safari, ever been in the wild and just seen cats that's trying to survive and, like, trying to make their next meal. And, like, I feel like we have that mentality and we know if one get a kill, we're all going to share it at the end of the day. And when you have that mentality, man, it's, like, it's pretty sweet. And when there's guys that's so selfless, don't care who gets the recognition, that's the best type of team you want. And I know many guys are die to be in the position that we're in far as like a type of team because there's so many just like genuine good dudes but when you get on that field cats that want to rip your face off and maybe cut your hair too <laughs> you're listening to the ravens press pass podcast make sure you leave a rating and a review and hit that subscribe button as well we'll be back with you tomorrow